Welcome to the Atlanta Fringe Audio 2021, brought to you by the Atlanta Fringe Festival. To learn more about the Atlanta Fringe Festival, go to atlantafringe.org. This show is for a mature audience. It contains adult content. Pop was just about to eat dinner when he collapsed. All of a sudden, just like that. It's not like I'd forgotten about him. I I thought he was napping. I went outside to smoke a little bit of the joint I had left, and then I got online to play Dead Zones. New top score, fuck yeah. But I'd been at it a while, and my stomach started growling, and I heard him banging around in the kitchen, all of which kind of, you know, jogged my memory that mom had said something about making sure to fix dinner for him. I went in just as he was about to put a lean cuisine in the toaster, literally in the plastic and everything. Hey, Pop, let me get that for you, I said. Hey there, he said. Chris, I said. We shook hands. Let's go into the den. I'll get you something to watch on TV, okay? And I'll fix you some dinner. Don't make it too spicy or I'll send it back, he said. I told him, don't worry. I sat him down on the couch, set up a TV tray, and turned on the TV. Here you go, Pop, I said. I turned it up and gave him the remote. My friends call me Hank, he said, like he does. Okay, Hank, I'll have your dinner in just a minute. Just click this to change channels, okay? He looked at the remote for a minute and then clicked through a few stations. Then he looked up at me, a little surprised. He said, well, hey there, and put out his hand. Chris, I said, and shook it. Be just a second. I went into the kitchen, poked the film on Pop's Alfredo with a fork, and put it in the microwave. I found a chili mac in the freezer for me and sent some haha suck it text to Jason about dead zones. When Pop's lean cuisine was ready, I got it out, put mine in, and took his in to him. He was watching this space show about planets and things with that science guy, Degrassi something, the black guy from the internet. He was talking about all the elements and gas and stuff in the universe. Pop was just staring at the screen, pretty intense. I kind of eased in between him and the TV and put his Alfredo on the tray. Here you go, Pop, I said, and he said nothing. That must be fascinating, I said, and he just sort of grunted. I'll get you something to drink, okay, I said. Seven up? He didn't say anything. In the kitchen, I had to peel back the plastic and stir my food and nuke it some more. When I came back with his drink, I didn't see him at first because he wasn't on the couch anymore. He was right up in front of the TV, standing, staring. Hey, Pop, what's up? Are you okay? I gave his arm a little tug, but he didn't move at all. I went over to put his drink down on the tray before I tried to move him back to the couch. Why don't you come on and sit back down and eat something? No point. He said, You're not hungry anymore? It's not spicy. Come on. I said, Mom wants to make sure you eat. No point, he said. It's already in us. What? Inside us. In the stars. It's there. Star stuff. It's true, he said. We are, all of us, we're all star stuff. And then he collapsed. Not on the floor. 
outside in, all of him crushing in like a Coke can with some of the change in the chair cushions and a coaster on the end table getting sucked in with him too. There was a, a rumble and then a bang and in the middle of it all a gross, wet, sucking sound that I felt in my stomach and definitely made me not want the Chili Mac anymore. The windows vibrated, the lights flickered, the chains on the ceiling fan swung back and forth, my stepdad's old guitar in the corner sort of like buzz hummed, and Pop was a glowing pinky yellow basketball hovering a few feet above the floor. That last bit I saw after I came to because I think I may have passed out during the whole all of Pop squishing in together part. I raised up from behind the couch where I guess I'd jump for cover. I squinted through my fingers at the ball. At Pop, I guess. I couldn't look at him directly. Then something beeped and I yelled. At first I thought it was the smoke alarm because I forgot to mention that it was also real fucking hot all of a sudden. But then I realized that it was a timer in the kitchen. The Chili Mac. Which I still didn't want. And, of course, that's when Mom called. I picked up. I don't know why. Hello? Hey, sweetie. Static broke in. Not just static, but high-pitched squeals and fuzz. I could barely hear Mom on the other end. Jesus. She said. Ow. Chris, are you there? Uh Uh-huh. Do you hear that, too? That's awful. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to call back from a landline at the nurse's station, she said. See if we can get a better connection. Uh Uh-huh, I said. I put the phone down, still kind of squint, staring around the side of the couch at the fireball in the den that used to be Pop. The fireball that used to be Pop, I mean, not the den that used to be him. You know. The TV was fuzzing like the phone. I could see the black science guy every now and then and some planets and stuff, but I couldn't really make out anything. Nothing like answers. But I guess I didn't really expect them to get into, you know, fixes for this. Fixes for becoming the sun. We still had those paper sunglasses from the eclipse a while back. Mom read something about saving them so poor kids in South America could see the next eclipse or something, but then we forgot and never mailed them off or whatever. I went into the kitchen to find them, and when I came back into the living room, I couldn't see anything through the glasses but the ball. But pop, I mean. And I cracked my little toe on the leg of the couch. Fuck. I bent down to grab it and said fuck some more. When I stood up again, it felt like something licked my face. Something small. It did it again, and I swatted at it. Small and slimy. And then I felt a couple things at once. I pulled off the glasses and blinked at the glare. Some of the noodles from the Alfredo were drifting through the air, moving in a circle around the ball. Some more were about to pull free from the lean cuisine on the TV tray. They waved like grass underwater. Phone rang again, which is when I noticed that it was sliding across the floor toward the spot under the ball. I crawled over to get it, and the heat on my back felt like I was laying on hot pavement. In summertime, and in hell, I scooted back over to the wall. 
Hello? Hey, Chris. I... There was all that fuzz again. God. She said. Still bad. It's me. I know. I said. How's everything? Um, fine. Did you guys eat? Uh, yes. Found something for your grandfather? Uh-huh. Did you remember to give him his medicine? Fuck, I thought. Chris? She said. Oh, sorry. I said. Okay, he has to take that with food, sweetie. Is he done eating yet? I watched a noodle pull free from the others and go swirling around Pop. Nope, I said. Okay, make sure he takes it, okay? You know how he gets if he doesn't. Tiny flames sparked off a pop. Uh Uh-huh, I said. Okay, I'll see you about nine, Mom said. We have a meeting when the shift crossover happens, and then I'll be home, okay? Pop sparked again, and the phone fuzzed. Cool, I said. No rush. Okay, love you. Give your grandfather a hug for me. Okay, bye. Pop's pills were in the kitchen over the coffee maker, and I went to get them. I took the lid off, put on the eclipse glasses, and scooted pretty close to the pop ball in the den. All I could see was the pink dot through the glasses, but I gave one of the pills a toss. I heard it click off the wall and bounce onto the floor. Shit. I took off the glasses, backed up a little, squinted, and tried again. I couldn't really see, but I guess I got lucky. Not that it mattered. The ball made a sound and sparks shot off of it. I sort of held my breath for a little bit, but obviously the medicine didn't make Pop not be the sun anymore. The floor below Pop was starting to crackle and smoke, but I was afraid that opening some windows to cool everything off might make it like on TV when a firefighter opens the wrong door and like, whoosh, kaboom. But I went to the kitchen and cracked the door just enough to squeeze out into the garage, just to think for a minute. You know, you hear about people that never get over somebody in the family dying, so they won't ever go into their room anymore. Or, like, here's the spot where Nana died and everyone's too creeped out to sit in their old chair or something. This wasn't exactly like that, but it was totally looking like we wouldn't be using the den for a while. But, I mean, I guess this could have happened to anybody. Because of the star stuff thing... I mean, which I guess is true. I thought about it for a minute. I wished I still had that joint. A little while back, my stepdad decided to have a party and he went out and bought this big metal wash tub to put ice and beer in because he thought it looked nicer than a cooler. Rustic, he called it, or something. We hadn't used it since. I saw it sitting there in the garage and thought about dragging it back into the house to put under pop. Fill it with water, maybe? I mean, I'd thought about throwing water on him already, but I couldn't remember which fires you're not supposed to put water on. Like, I know it makes some worse. Electrical fires, I think? This seemed like it might be something like that. But Mom was going to be home soon, and I wanted to look, I don't know, proactive? When I came back in with the tub, the house seemed even hotter. And louder. 
I'd forgotten that the TV was still on. The cosmic show. When I filled up the tub in the kitchen, I could hear it coming in and out like planets, Milky Way, space time. And I was like, you know what, Degrassi? Fuck off with that. I don't really need the reminder right now. I went into the den. The remote was circling pop along with a bunch of crumbs and the pill I lost earlier. I grabbed it and shook it to get rid of a stuck noodle. So, maybe you think you know where this is going at this point? I mean, it seems so obvious that I halfway expected it at the time. That I would turn off the space show and then that would break the spell or whatever. Like, click, boom, everything back to normal. Which is ridiculous, I know, and wouldn't really make any sense. As if any of this did, but it would have also been a little too, I don't know, convenient? Anyway, I turned off the TV and nothing happened. But then it did. I didn't notice at first because I was texting Jason to see if he knew how to get in touch with our physics teacher, and I was trying to think what I would say to him, like, Mr. Ogden, this is Chris from fourth period last year. I hope this finds you well. A friend of mine has a weird science problem. But then, all of a sudden, everything smelled kind of like it does right before a big storm. I looked up and the ball was completely freaking the fuck out. Blinking like crazy, but way smaller. I added SOS 911 to my text to Jason and was about to send it, but then there was a flash and a bang, and then Pop fell onto the floor just kind of out of nowhere. He yelled, Son of a bitch! Oh lord, what the hell? Pop, goddamn. I started to go over to him but had to stop for a sec to stomp out a little fire on one of the rugs. I helped him sit up. Pop, are you hurt? I figured he had to have broken something. Oh god, my wife. Get my wife. Tell her the stars... He stopped and looked at me. I'm Hank, he said, and stuck out his hand. I'm Chris, I said, and we kind of looked at each other for a second. At each other's faces. I was trying not to look at his dick, because he was naked now, by the way. Are you okay, Pop? I asked. Yes, sir. I'm supposed to stay away from spicy foods, though. I heard the kitchen door open. Jesus, it's hot, Mom sort of muttered to herself. Hello, Chris, Dad. I put my arm around Pop while we listened to all the sounds, more muttering about the heat, Mom's keys on the table, her asking about the tub and the kitchen, walking toward the den. I guessed a scream would be next. The Observable Universe was written, produced, performed, soundtracked, and edited by Jack Walsh. Special thanks to Atlanta Fringe Audio, as well as Winston Blake Wheeler Ward and Infinite Worlds Magazine. And thank you for listening.
Atlanta Fringe Audio 2021 is brought to you by the Atlanta Fringe Festival. You can binge on Fringe on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you like this piece, leave a comment or review wherever you listen to podcasts.